This podcast episode is brought to you by Coors Light. These days, everything is go, go, go. It's nonstop hustle all the time. Work, friends, family expect you to be on 24-7. Well, sometimes you just need to reach for a Coors Light because it's made to chill. Coors Light is cold lagered, cold filtered, and cold packaged. It's as crisp and refreshing as the Colorado Rockies. It is literally made to chill. Coors Light is the one I choose when I need to unwind. So when you want to hit reset, reach for the beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light in the new look delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart. Celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. Microsoft Teams is helping a bicycle company reinvent the way that they work. We make low-maintenance bicycles for everyday riders. Once the pandemic hit, we had nobody coming into the showroom, so we started doing virtual visits via Microsoft Teams. We're able to see two or threefold the amount of customers we used to be able to see. All of a sudden, we could open up our showroom to customers around the world. I really think it's going to set a standard for retail moving forward. Learn more at Microsoft.com slash Teams. gentlemen welcome back to fiesta watch this is episode 14 i think question mark wyatt lyle's lovely co-host help me out am, am i right am i right here yes this is episode 14 excellent let's go i know how to do numbers um this week not a lot has been happening over uh across the world simply because it's it's the middle of the year you know it's boring boring as in like you're just watching games and don't get me wrong we love watching the games but like there's there the there's no like, there's no big like, you know, nobody's like kind of like getting flamed, like nobody's getting benched, like there's right. a lot of, of fun stuff happening, you know. Rosters are more or less locked in unless teams get desperate, so there's not a lot of fun like, you know, uh, trade or 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 bench discussions we get to have. So yeah. we're gonna today we're gonna take an in depth look into one of the major regions. But let's 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 wrap up the rest of the world before we get to that. What? Yeah. Europe. What the hell's happening? Uh well let's see. Let's start in the let's go into reverse order of what we normally do. Let's start with N A. Okay. So, okay, okay. I can dig it. So let's just we'll quickly run through kind of the big storylines in the other leagues and then we'll end with our major topic of discussion for the week. Um so NA uh, last week, the biggest matchup was CLG and Immortals. Uh, my boys of CLG did not get the job done. But you can, uh, you can. Up. The CLG is so inconsistent. It's it's killing me. It's killing <laughs> me so much. Like, oh god, it's so frustrating to watch because you know they'll go up and literally within one single series they'll have a game where they get blown out the water and then they'll blow the other team out the water and then the last game will either be one of the two or it'll be like a tight game it's just there's it's so up and down it's, it's so frustrating right right and, and i don't i don't see consistency in any of the lanes but they're exciting to watch so like i'm glad i'm on i'm glad that they're clowns <laughs> it does add a little bit of intrigue to it for sure um, meanwhile, uh, Immortals have been looking incredibly good. I think they, it's, it's, it's weird to say that they, 
they definitely got the better of uh, of the Dardock trade. But Ixmithy is having like a career renaissance over with Immortals. Pobelter is popping off once again. Flame is looking good again. INT's Balane has quietly established itself as like top four in the region. Right? Yeah, they're yeah, I mean they're playing out of their minds, like Smithy. I never saw him play like that the last couple splits with C L G, so um, the trade definitely did him some good. So I mean good for them. More good teams in the NA. LCS is never a bad thing in my opinion. Right. They're, they're, they don't suck. Yeah, I mean they're they're I think they're third right now or second, something like that. Um, I think they have the same record as CLG, so like six and two. Um, something like that. So they're kind of quietly, you know, they lost a couple games early on, but they, I think they've won like three or four in a row now. So they're kind of back to their old selves. So it's definitely, I think it's a three horse ra- three horse race right now, in my opinion, between CLG Immortals and TSM. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I think it is still kind of early. And teams like Cloud9 are still trying to find their identity, right? But uh, the, the the teams are starting to be... To, I think we're approaching that point where free wins aren't necessarily a thing anymore. Which is a mark of like the early season where it's just like... One team has their shit together, the other team doesn't. So they get a free win. Regardless of skill, even if uh, the matchup usually goes the other way. But that's NA for now. Teams are just trying to find themselves. The top of the table is kind of like the same old, same old... There's not really like Dignitas and Envy are kind of pushing to be like mid tier teams, which is cool. But yeah, not too bad, but still kind of still kind of murky after those top teams there. Yeah. Okay. Go in a. Uh, now let's go to EU. Yeah, EU. So I mean, not much to talk about there. NIP, Serious Monkeys still haven't won a game. They play each other this week, right? Yes. That's gonna. I, I just hope to God it's not gonna be the Origin Rocket of last. Week. It's gonna be Origin Rocket, dude. It's gonna be 170 minutes or whatever this, that series ended up being. <laughs> oh God! It's like that scene. It's that scene in Clockwork Orange where the guys, where Alex's eyeballs are being fried open. Yeah, basically. <laughs> so that we have that to look forward to, and then uh, last week Unicorns of Love beat G two. To kind of mm-hmm. their muscles over there, so although I, pretty interesting. I don't know if that was necessarily U2 flexing or G2 just struggling because they have been on a downslope for a while. That's true. That's fair. I mean, yeah, it's not like Unicorns came up with a like a dominating victory or anything like that. Um, but you know, my opinion, still a victory. Wins will still looking interesting. Well, it'll be very interesting to see how G2 performs at Rift Rivals in a couple weeks. So actually, that's next week. Oh my god, it is next, okay, next week we're going to have to talk, we're going to have to do like a Rift Rivals preview or something, or do we have to do it now, question mark. Uh, we'll do it next week. We'll do it next week, whatever. Yeah. Whatever. Uh, yeah, in Europe, I think there's still, teams are starting to, to the middle of the pack is what interests me, because I feel like there's a clear dichotomy between like, the bad teams, Unicorns of Love, Fnatic, slash maybe G2. And then every other team is like yeah. able to take games off each other, which is awesome. So uh, now, now that we're further into cross group play, hopefully we can see some fun matchups in that regard. Uh, let's briefly touch on the LPL before we move on to our main event here. 
Uh, in the LPL, teams have been cha- picking weird stuff. Um, JD Gaming is terrible. If for all, any of you who, for some reason, look at JD Gaming and say, I want to put any one of these players on my fantasy team, do not put them on your fantasy team. They're garbage. They're not, they're not garbage players. That's unfair to say. Um, but, like, they're still trying to decide a starting roster, it feels like. And sometimes their mid laner just stops talking to everybody, and he just goes and split pushes. And then the other team's like, okay, I guess their mid laner's in bot. We just get a free Baron. And then that's like 90% of their games. It's just like they lose game one, and then the mid laner is clearly tilted in game two. Really fun to watch. Really fun to watch. That's that's what I stay up for. That's the 3 a.m. special right there. <laughs> okay, so LCK, main event. First and foremost, there was the matchup yesterday, the clash of the Titans. Let's talk about Everweight versus uh, Rocks Tigers. This was a really bad series. I did not have fun watching this. I had the opposite of fun. I had the opposite of fun. Uh, okay, whatever, moving on. Uh, actual main event, Telecom Wars, SKT versus KT Rolster. Two to one in SKT's favor. Uh, Huni and Peanut got the start in game one, and SKT weren't looking too good with them. No, they not. They weren't looking too good at all. I mean, I mean, honestly, like obviously the first game that was one that they're gonna just maybe just talk up to something. I don't know because they lost in what twenty four minutes or something like that. Well, then, yeah, I, I think they lost. I feel like. After I watched each of the draft phases, I was I I was consistently like, and up until game three, I said, "What did uh, what did what did SKT get?" You know, like I feel like they lost draft phase pretty hard both games, uh, both game one and game two. Uh, K- KT was able to draft like a really strong siege comp, and by the way, siege is strong again. So if you hate boring League of Legends, don't don't lo- don't watch don't look now. But, like, getting, like, a Corky or a Karma or some stupid poke champion mid, a Caitlyn or somebody, some other AD carry who has decent siege potential, like Jin, and then just a tank top to disengage, or a split pusher, and a tank jungler to disengage. It's, it's, it's super binary. It's, it's just the ebb and flow, and teams are struggling to deal with this kind of competition right now. So... Are you excited for the return of Siege, Wyatt? Uh, I don't know. I mean, I guess anytime, like, a new kind of... I mean, it's not new, but whenever, like, you know, different kind of compositions rotate in and out of play, it's always interesting because, like, it's it's boring to watch, like, the same thing over and over and over again. So, you know, I like watching Corky, so I'm okay with it. Yeah, <laughs> I like Corky. Basically. Um... Oh god, to be quite honest with you, um I like I enjoy competitions that uh, require a little bit more thought than like none at all, but there 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 is something to be said about um Yeah, like there's the, the teams haven't found a way to deal with siege yet. And yeah. and the LPL has been running siege competitions for a while. So once they figure out how to do it, then we'll have a counter to this. But for now, it just seems like Siege is just easily the way to go. Um, this does give me hope that Kled will be played more. 
Uh, actually, but Cled's Cled and Rumble are really good in uh, siege compositions just because the Rumble like can threaten people off towers with his ultimate. That's all you need for your top laner, really, or like from from when your damage source is just like, hey, if you step up, you die. Uh, yeah, the Rumble Gym. Rumble Gin is a super potent comp- uh, combination right now. I'm I'm. Okay, team compositions aside, though, we're getting we're getting off topic here. Um, SKT comeback win, forty four minutes in game two after they sub in Superman, aka Blanku. Yeah, Blank was ridiculous. Blank is nineteen and zero. He hard fed. Let's clarify. He hard fed in game in, in game two early on. He was like zero and four at some point. One and four. Yeah, I mean that that game like you know for as bad as, as game one was, like game two, they looked almost just as bad in the early round. Like I mean they looked bad up until the very end when they won you know that one final team fight that flipped the game. But it was a very interesting series. I mean interesting like in the first two games it was super weird to watch. Right, 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 and and and. Credits at KT. Their early game was really strong. They always had good rotations. Their early to mid game pressure is astounding. But like once it hit late game, I it I just feel like they didn't know what to do with their composition necessarily, right? Yeah, I mean, yeah, they they knew exactly what to do in the early game because I mean the early game that they, they were dominating SKT like three K up consistently at like yeah like they were making SKT look like they were like an EU team or something like it was lol Jesus. <laughs> so I mean the fact that they were able to do that against a team like SKT like you know hats off to them but you're right they need to kind of figure out how to get just an all around game together because that's what they're missing right now because had they been able to to finish out like they were so close to getting a 2-0 against SKT but they just missed it and, and, and overall I think in game 3 it really shows in game 3 SKT had been SKT took a cork, took the corky away from Pawn and gave it to Faker, and they picked Sony carry like Ash or whatever who can like decently siege, and they they made another comeback win happen in forty four minutes. But when but they were they jumped ahead at some point. It wasn't like hey we won a team fight. I guess we just pushed to end, you know. Uh, and, and SKT looked really comfortable with the po- with the siege composition, and that presents a problem. Because any composition that relies around Untara split pushing, which he was good at on champions like Fiora, any cha- any composition that 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 puts Faker on these po- on these high damage mid laners and just make a huge impact, especially by like landing scale shots over and over again and just pumping out damage, that's big problem areas right now for teams have that have to face SKT. I think Siege is one of their preferred playstyles. Uh, yeah, you consider the fact that like they're already eight and one, so the teams are clearly already having an issue doing anything against them. So if they get something that plays even more into their their strengths, like how are you gonna beat this team? Right. Um. Speaking. All right. Let's let's move on from SKT and KT. Good to, fun series. Highly recommend you check it out. Um. Samsung Galaxy. Still in the front of the pack, but they aren't quite as consistent as SKT. They look pretty, and, and Samsung doesn't look as scary as SKT did. 
Uh, I mean, you, you say that, but like they're eight, they're seven and one too. Like, well, yeah, eight, but who's the one? The one's KT, right? Uh, let's see. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I feel like the the only team they lost to they beat SKT week one, which doesn't count almost. Like it does count as a win, but like yeah, it count. But like SKT was just coming back from Brazil, like. Everybody, it's week one. It's week one. Everybody, yeah, like... It's week one. Like, like, stuff happens in week one. Yeah, it's just wild in week one. I, it, yeah, I mean, KT lost in week one, too, so... Yeah, exactly. Um, and then Samsung, I think their mid-game is really strong right now. If we're shifting over to a seed composition, I'm not quite sure what they do. Um, maybe Core JJ can think of something cool. Maybe, maybe, uh... I'm just not totally digging... Uh, I think SKT is the number one team in Korea right now, and I think they're just stuck at number two because of, because of, uh, Samsung got a week one win. <laughs> Does that make sense? Do you agree? No, yeah, I agree. Yeah, I agree with that. Okay. Uh, so looking at the top four of LCK this year, there's actually a real bunch of really interesting, like, t- or there are a couple, there are like few tiers within Korea. Um, Rocks, Tigers, Ever8 winners, BBQ Olivers, and MVP all are like terrible, and they pick up wins against each other. Right? Yeah, exactly. It's very, I mean, especially like for MVP, because they were pretty good last season, so it's super weird to watch them just. Well, well it's like they still didn't make the, the upgrades they needed. Yeah. Is that every problem I highlight, we could highlight for another team? If I thought about it, MVP also has that problem, right? Like, weak mid game, doesn't know how to close out games. Really binary in how they draft. They can only play like one or two play styles. Even then, that's like okay. The meta is like super wide open in the mid, top, and support roles and jungle for that extent, to that extent. So like, I don't know. I just feel maybe just like the MVP players haven't been getting relevant practice on a on a on a variety of champions, but like all of their all of their pools feel really limited right now. It's weird. Like it's just. I think you're right though. Like they just have. There's just too many problems, and, and it's not like there's one problem they can really kind of like narrow it down to. There's just a plethora of things that are wrong with them right now. Let's not just down talk uh, the LCK. Let's 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 also discuss Jin Air. Four and four, baby. They're they're in the middle. They're in the thick of it. They're in the playoff hunt. According to all of esportswikis.com, they have a match record of 110 and 9, which is amazing considering their 4 and 4 match record. But Wyatt, <laughs> which one? I wonder. Like Jin, they're they're playing really good. Um, for a middle of the pack team. For a middle of the pack team, I mean, especially when you compare to the fact that last year they only won four games the entire split. It. And they're already at four games now uh, at the end of week four. So, I mean, they're they're looking pretty good for kind of like a middle-of-the-pack team. They're knocking on the playoffs door. Yep. Um, they're, they're tied with Afrika right now, who is also 4-4. Four and four. So, I mean, they've got a pretty good shot at kind of doing some things. Granted, all of their losses have come. I mean, they lost to KT. They lost to Samsung. They lost to SKT. They lost to MVP. That was MVP. Oh my god! Oh, Longju is currently six and two, and they're kind of one of the surprises uh, of this split. So 
you know, they do have that win, but like you said, they've got a loss against MVP as well. So, um, and that's the, they're the only team that's lost to MVP so far. Because <laughs> MV- MVP has two wins. <laughs> they're both a, they're both a, a freak. I love it. Um, yeah, let's. You brought them up. Let's start talking about Longju. They are definitely the surprise of the year. But like, I am so glad that there's another team, a top tier team in Korea. Granted, Longju is still in growing, has some growing pains, right? Yeah. The macro isn't the cleanest. Sometimes the drafts make no sense, but like, they can play. They can, yeah. They they can absolutely play lights out League of Legends when they need to, and and just watching them, watching like Khan and BDD go nuts is is swiftly becoming one of my favorite favorite ways to enjoy the LCK. These guys are aggressive. They will. They they almost have like a LPL mentality of like, okay, we're just gonna out team fight them at some point. So whatever, like we lost the tower, cool. It's just five man mid. We'll get a kill. Like we're we're definitely getting a kill. We're just gonna land skill shots, and then they do it. And it's like, well, how do you? What's the correct? Like that definitely wasn't the correct play, but like you made it work. And then they and then they uh, snowball objectives off that, which is always fun. Which is always pretty cool. Yeah, and then Afrika sitting at four and four. Marin sometimes carries, sometimes feeds. That's basically the LCK in a nutshell. Um, let, let, let's just, let's talk about this hypothetical. Do you see any of the bottom tier teams moving up in the standings and trying to snipe away that six seed away from currently Janair? You think the Rocks Tigers have it in them? I don't. I just I just don't see it. Like just from what I've seen from from them so far, like all of those teams at the bottom. Like, I just don't see any of them doing enough to get in there. Because, I mean, even Rocks would have to win probably seven more games. Seven more series or games? Seven more series. Yeah. Um, to get in there. So, and I just, you know, I just don't see that happening. Like, they've got KT this week. Um, and they're playing against Afrika next week. Yeah, MVP next week too. So I mean, there's one. So I mean, they play. They're gonna play the bottom three teams again. So they'll get probably three wins off of BBQ, MVP, and Ever Eight. But then, are they gonna be able to win four more games between, you know, those guys that are above them? I just don't really see it happening. Right. And um, apart from that, I think the LCK has kind of settled into its roles. You know, LCK is definitely like the the power tier, the power tier region. You have three, maybe four teams in the top, free kitchenaire in the mid card, and then everybody else just sucks. Which, which uh, it kind of sucks that it's not more competitive, but like, it also makes like not everybody can be good, right? Yeah, I mean, there has to be those like mid tier teams. Like that's just mid 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 tier to like jobber teams. And and these teams, Samsung, SKT, KT, and Longzhu, they are the best in the world. I think like all of them are easily top ten in my head. Yeah, if not like top five, yeah. Well, I don't know about top five. There's some good teams elsewhere in the world. Why? Well, let's let's wrap this up with a quick, a fun little prediction game, if you will. Let's 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 try right now to guess where. SKT, Samsung, KT, and Longju are going to finish in the standings. Alright. Do you want me to go first? Um, I guess let's start with number one. Who's your number one team? SKT. 
Okay. Who's your number one team, and why is it SKT? <laughs> I just don't see any other teams just beating them. Like, they're just... I mean, yeah, they have their moments where they kind of come up a little short. Um, but usually when they come up short, it's just for a game. And they always end up, you know, stabilizing and getting that win. So I just, I'm not confident that any other team's going to be able to, to unseat them. Right. And, like, they're so good at the comeback win now. They've been practicing and prepping forever. Yeah, it's like when they when they do scrims or something, they're just like, hey, go ahead, get like a 6,000 build lead, and then we'll try to figure out how to come back. Yeah, exactly. Like, they make it hard for themselves on purpose. Yeah, exactly. So, I mean, because that's what they, that was the series against KT. Like, all the games, they were down and then came back. So, well, except for the first game. But, yeah, so SKT, I, they're, they have to be number one in my opinion. For, yeah, for sure. I agree. Uh, I agree. I agree. Number two. Here's where here's where we have to like. Yeah, from here down it gets tricky because these teams are so close. You know, I'm gonna go for broke. I'm gonna say that Longstreet is gonna get the second. Whoa, whoa. Okay, what you like about them? What are you What are you seeing? I just just the way you know, like looking at Khan and and Cuz, like they're relatively new to the scene and they're just playing really good. Like they don't play scared. Like if you see a lot of like players that are newer they just kind of if they're playing against somebody that's really good they'll tend to just kind of play down or something like that or just not try to take risks but these two they don't care like they take it to every team i mean they have a win against kt rolster so yeah I mean, you know, they, sure. they're looking really strong so yeah i'm gonna just i'm gonna go for that bold prediction i'm gonna say that they're gonna get the second seed i'm gonna be a coward and say samsung will lock up the number two seed because and I feel this is important. Samsung's ability to adapt in different metas, I think, is better than KT and Longview's. I don't think this ne- this new meta will necessarily complement Longview's strengths, whereas it will help Samsung, who has a powerful control mid laner, who has a good bot lane, who can like play utility, AD carry as well, and a support who can flex out to a bunch of different stuff, including TK. Uh, you've got Ambition, who's a really good, I feel, tank jungler player. And then uh, Kube can do a lot of stuff. He can play the game. Uh, so for now, I'm looking at Samsung and I see a team that like mostly has its stuff together and like now has a meta in which it can shine. Because I think Samsung is always going to be strong when they're playing a poke or a siege composition style. So that's why I have them at my number two. I think the meta is shifting into a place that currently favors them. And I also think their individual strengths... Uh, combined with their team play is enough to kind of quell what's coming out of KT and Longju. Now for the third seed, I'm going to go with uh, flipping a coin internally. Uh, this one's tough. This one's tough. Because I, oh God, who do you have? Actually, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to wait for you to go. I'm going to be a coward. I'm going to go with... Um... I'm going to go with uh, Samsung for my third. Okay, yeah, Samsung third. Um, I'm just trying to decide how tilted KT are going to be after this, after the Telecom Wars. Because if you remember last year, they lost the Telecom Wars twice in a row, and then they just got super tilted. Yeah, that's right. So, history repeats itself, I think. Uh, I'm going to say KT fourth. I think Longview is going to make strides. 
Maybe they'll figure, they're probably going to figure out how to deal with uh, Siege the soonest. Right? They'll be scouring LPL VOD and like, alright, how do we deal with this stupid stuff? Like, TK Corky. TK Corky, Caitlyn. What do we do? Corky's so good right now. It's ridiculous, guys. Corky is like... If you see Corky become meta and you're like confused, here's why. 80% of his auto attack damage is magic damage. Meaning you can have two AD carries in the game, but you can still have a good mix of magic and physical damage so the, t- the other team can't just itemize fully armor. Combined with the fact that he has amazing poke and wave clear from the mid lane, he has the package to make plays. He has a reliable-ish escape. Uh, his early laning phase is pretty good. Like he matches up well against, I think, every mid laner in the in the meta right now. And it's having two eighty carries. So late game, you just win. You just it's just you just win for free. Magic damage crits, guys. Magic damage crits. That's all I'm saying. Uh, yeah, and then finally, fourth place, you would have, uh, wow, we both agree on KT fourth, oh boy. (laughs) Yeah, and that's, I think primarily comes down to me being a Samsung fanboy and believing in the power of love, and you being a hater, but that's fine, you know, I'm fine with that, I'm fine with you being a hater if you do so choose. Any other interesting matchups in the LCK before we wrap it up? Uh, I don't think so. Nothing else is happening anywhere. Yeah, everything else is just... It, all the other games are either bottom-tier teams playing against each other. Well, I guess, no, we have Samsung and Longju tomorrow morning, so that'll be interesting. Oh, boy. Um, oh, boy. Prediction for that? Let's let's, predict, let's try to give a prediction for well, that. I have to go with, with Longju, because they're the ones that I'm, I'm putting in. <laughs> I'm going to go 2-1 Longju. I'm going to go 2-0 Samsung. I, I think I think Samsung will have a quicker will have a better grasp of the meta, and I think Longju won't know how to deal with it. That's my prediction, at least. But we're out of time. Wyatt, if the internet wants to find you on the internet, where can the internet go? On the internet, the internet. If they want to find me on the internet, they can go to on the internet twitter.com slash Wyatt double underscore rw, which is on the internet. Coincidentally enough, but not. Single underscore, because that's not you. That's somebody else. Nope. Nope. Single underscore, you will talk to some random person who probably won't want to talk about League of Legends. She might. I don't know. I might be stereotyping. She might want to talk to you about it. Maybe. Actually, maybe if somebody's listening to this, tweet her and be like, hey, League of Legends, and then report back to us. Because <laughs> we're not going to do it. <laughs> exactly. Uh, that would be weird if, I, if we basically, if I message her with like the same username, it would be like, what if she's a bot? What if she's just a bot? <laughs> That's very possible. You can find me at RW underscore Noah Walter on Twitter. You, you, you could also find me on Ello if anybody remembers that platform that immediately died. Thank you so much for tuning in this week, guys. It's been kind of low energy, but the rest of the world's low energy. So we're going to shift the blame onto them. And hope you enjoyed our little LCK uh, preview. If you uh, if you have a particular region you want us to go in depth on next week, please tweet us, and we will see you all later.